um, what I'm what my plans are, y'all know this, is to come up with the same time every day, or every day was a little out there. I think I'm going to be able to do Wednesdays. I just don't know if it's going to be nine or twelve. Twelve, you know, I usually have coaching calls um, at twelve for my Hot Moms Mastermind every Tuesday, Thursday. So twelve feels really good. It's midday. Um, yeah, so that feels good. I don't know yet, but I'm I really, especially after the first of the year, I want you, those of you that are not, you know, a part of my paid community to be able, like, where we can meet up and um, you can get your, your success on, your motivation on, your breakthroughs on. At the same time, something you can count on, I think that that's important. I think that's important. So I'm thinking it's going to be Wednesdays. You're still trying to nail that on the time. So anyway, so last night, last night, last night actual little notes here because every day I try to do 10 10 minutes to 90 I mean it just depends on like how the day is going uh my me time you know used to I would do it in the morning and now mornings have turned into um, working out and stuff some personal growth of my own like listening to things and stuff like that but nighttime lately seems to be when I can just you know what I'm saying? Like really be with myself. I look forward to it every day. Like looking forward to just sitting with my, being with myself, writing. Um, and those of you that don't write yet, don't feel really intimidated. Like I'm fucked up because I can't write. Um, it took me a long time to understand how to do that. And I have actually a course called Alchemy Codes. It's on kcship.com if you want to go grab that. Really great little things that like prompt you to coach yourself, to channel you know, your highest self so that you can break through and, and find out these things. I also have those of you that are in my community and time management codes or time creation codes. That's daily self checklist. Phenomenal for having breakthroughs on paper. You know, listening is very passive. You know, writing is action taking. That's why a lot of people have resistance around it. Also, if you have resistance around journaling, it usually means there's some weight to it and some things are going to come out. So in, in those moments where I'm, I was just starting to get into like journaling, um, I would have so much resistance, like, oh, hey, Jean, I would be like, oh, man, I got to do this. I want to watch TV. I want to do this. And right then I caught myself and was like, bitch, you thought of it. That means you need to do it. And the fact that you're wanting to skate around it and avoid it really means you need to do it. And sure enough, I would always have the, the best breakthroughs, the best release and all that stuff. And I'm learning more and more about um, stress cycles. You know, that's what I specialize in. I, I help uh, busy, professional, six-figure women. Uh, find balance, which doesn't exist, but to them, find balance and lose weight and balance their hormones without doing the work, without doing extra cardio, without doing, without killing ourselves, with doing way less, like cutting everything in half, but getting more. So I teach you how to do that. Um, and so realizing that like stress cycles, you know, I teach a lot about trauma and trauma in itself triggers a lot of women, a lot of women, some women, especially that have that perfectionism thing, um, you know, they're kind of like, I mean, I had a great childhood. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have trauma. I mean, I just struggle with this. Okay, got it, got it, got it. So that triggers some women because we don't want to feel like we're messed up. And it doesn't mean you're messed up. It just, yeah, we'll save that for another live. But um, then you've got some women who think that, you know, um, yeah, I have trauma, but how does it relate to my health and fitness and hormones and all that? And so that's kind of where I just blend everything together. But you have cycles, okay, cycles, and um, unfortunately, we're not taught how to process emotions. We're only kind of taught happy, sad, and most of us aren't, uh, we're, we're told that it wasn't okay to be happy, to be sad, to be anything, because we would bother someone else, or it would harm someone else. Like, literally, I had 
I had so many deep, just stored beliefs that if I felt pleasure, if I felt um, romantic, successful, if I had these like high elated emotions, it would hurt someone else. Like, what the fuck is that? You know, um, seriously, I'm just sharing all this. Maybe you can relate, but I really would. I would have, you know, the other shoe syndrome. Like if the good things are happening, then that means something bad's going to happen. Um, you know, all these just weird duality things, which is actually a thing and it's good, but it can stop a lot of us in our tracks. But yeah, you have to just be aware of these things. And as we increase our emotional intelligence, then you become more and more and more successful. Um, but it's, it's the, those little things are why you get stuck. And today, Cal Kelly Clarkson can teach us if about our toxic traits and how to break through some of those, dude. Oh, all these just oops, oops, hold on. I had my Vimeo pull up to make sure the mic was on. Let me find it. I'll, how do I get off? Okay, there we go. So, last night, I'm noticing that uh, Skip picked me up out of the truck, and we had this little magical moment and all this, and then boom, immediately, Waylon, I like hit Waylon in the head with my water cup and I was like look there we go again me experiencing this someone has to get hurt and also those of you that's ever been in massages or Reiki or anything like that uh therapy even um I've been in the situation where <sighs> it's time for me to let something go or talk about something and I don't want to because I'm afraid it's going to hurt the other person that's helping me I'm afraid that me sharing the thing is going to burden them it's going to weigh on them. It's going to um, cause pain in their life. You know, seriously. So I now work with a lot of women like this. They're like, they feel like I don't have time for them or that they should be able to do all this on their own, blah, blah, blah. And all that stuff is trauma. And so I realized all this stuff and I'm, I'm getting the content ready, to, you know, to do this live stream. And Kelly Clarkson's song came on. And normally I don't listen to any pop shit because I, I've got something about it. It's just, I don't know. It's just, blah, blah. but that song, Because of You, came on. No, I'm going to read it to you and explain to you how this correlates with your weight, with your relationships, with your emotional, everything, with your happiness levels, with your stress, with your worry, with everything. And I'm going to use Kelly as an example. And I wish Kelly could see this because I would love to help her <laughs> um, because I could. So, but not sure she wants it. And that's why today I'm going to say how she exposes our toxic traits. And more importantly, those of you that are ready, I feel like a preacher that's like, do you feel the spirit calling you? Just come on down to the altar for save. We'll be saved. We'll be saved. But it's seriously, it's like that. If you feel called to say, hey, I want to choose the other. I got you. Like, I'm going to show you exactly what to do. Um, and if not, we can still hold space for you and your stuff. It's okay. Uh, it took me 10 years to get my head out of my ass. So that's okay. You have 10 years, literally. But that's it. All right. So Kelly Clarkson, let's go to the lyrics really, really quick. All right. Who here? Just tell me if you know. Have you listened to the who here is listened to the lyrics word by word and understands it uh, because of you? Just put it in the chat. Let me know. 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 And I thought I had the lyrics pulled up. Lyrics to Kelly Clarkson because of you. <clears throat> Actually, I was reading about the song, too. So she wrote some of it, and when she took it to the producers and all this other stuff, um, it, it crushed her, which is a part of her trauma. And I'm like, reading her story and the song, I'm like, can you not see that all of this is your shit? But she's not. A lot of people, just because someone's famous and rich and all this stuff, it does not mean that they're deeply, truly happy. It's why most of them are heavily medicated um, and have a lot of just shit storms in their personal life. Um, they're overweight. They they yo-yo with their weight and all that stuff. And that's not me being judgmental. That's me just like calling it what it is. And, and, and if I asked them that, they would say, absolutely, that's what it is. Some of them don't want to change. Some of them do. But um, yeah, 
trauma and human emotions like does not discriminate. It does not matter who you are, where you are. Uh, if you're a human, you're going to go through this and everybody has a choice. So, um, but she was saying how when she took this song to the to the producers and all, like literally laughed in her face, told her that she was one of the worst writer, songwriters they've ever heard about. Um, later when they jumped on board, you know, they took credit for it, but had so many people laugh in her face about this song saying that it would be one of the worst songs ever, but it hit charts. I mean, it like, it topped everything pretty much. I'm going to check to make sure I'm not missing any comments over here. Cause I know we got a party started. we got, we're live streaming in like three different places and, um, it's just turning. Okay. So Crystal and started. Yeah, Jamie. Okay, good. So y'all, y'all listened to it. All right. What do y'all think that song's about? Just put it in the comments. A lot of girls will say it's about their father leaving them. A lot of about their father or something like that. So what it's really about is her parents apparently got divorced when she was six. And she wrote this song about it. Now, I'm going to read you the lyrics of the song. I'm going to share what comes through me. I'm going to also pinpoint where she's at in her life. And if you've watched Kelly Clarkson, you've seen her. She's gained a lot of weight. She'll lose a lot of weight. She'll gain a lot of weight, lose a lot of weight. She's been married. She's been divorced. She's got It's shit show. Not judging anybody that's like, it's like that. We all know, like, deep down, we all want love and connection. Deep down, we all want uh, a certain level of success. Anybody that's gone through a divorce feels unsuccessful. Some of them feel free. But at the end of the day, you feel like you've wasted time. You've, you've, there, there's a lot of heavy emotion there, okay? And there's a reason why. And I'm going to have to go turn on the fucking air because I've got these two lights in my face and the heat's on right now. But, um, we're going to, we're going to push through. All right. So because of you, here we go. I'm just going to go on the first one. I will not make the same mistakes that you did. I will not break the way you did. You feel so hard and I've learned the hard way to never let it get that far. Now, if you look at Kelly today, she's exactly following in the same footsteps. She had two kids and got divorced when they were about the same age. I'm going to let that sit with you while I go turn on the air because we're going to get heated. We're going to trigger a lot of people. But today, you're going to have a breakthrough. If Are you willing to see things differently? Yes or no? If you are, you're going to have a breakthrough. Okay. So let me go turn on the air real quick. I'll be right back. Grab some water. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Yo! Are you a comic book fan, an MCU fanatic, or a self-described pop culture buff? Then you're my kind of people. My name is Botter, and I'm the host of the comic podcast, The Short Box, a.k.a. the best comic podcast this side of the multiverse. And since 2012, I've explored a wide spectrum of comics and pop culture topics alongside some lifelong friends. So regardless if you're a comic know-it-all or a new fan thanks to the movies, The Short Box Nation welcomes all. Tune in and join us every Wednesday for in-depth comic spotlights, interviews with the best comic creators in the industry and entertainment recommendations worthy of your time now tune in and check it out for yourself peace please be closed okay oh oh okay so i'm back i'm back all right so she just said that. She's not going to let herself fall that hard. She's not going to do this just like you did. Well, Kelly, you did. So, any idea why? I know why. And we're going to figure it out today. I'm going to teach you. So, because of you, I never stray too far from the sidewalk. 
Prime example, I get women all the time that reach out to me, that see my ads, they see my content, they listen to my shit, they do not take action. Do you know why? They too don't want to stray too far from the sidewalk because it's not safe. They don't trust other people. They don't trust, they were betrayed at a very early age. Mommy and daddy, the things that's supposed to have my back and be all this and it's supposed to be an unconditional love and da da da. I didn't get that. So because of you, because of what you grew up in, you are letting that run the show that's causing you to stay stuck, to stay with your hormones fucked up, your relationships, in a job that you hate. You're not making enough money. You're just, and even if things are good, you're still like, there's got to be more. This is why. Because of you, I've learned to play on the safe side so I don't get hurt. Casey, I just have so much skepticism. Casey, don't think I can do it. I just have low self-esteem. I just, you know, I've done a lot of good stuff, but I just don't believe in myself that I could really have success with your program. I don't, I don't, can I really do this? Yeah, this is just Kelly writing about her parents and stuff like that. And you thinking that you had a great just mommy and daddy, even if you did, there's stuff there. The reason that you want to place it safe with your money, with your emotions, with your with your relationships, with your friendships, in your workplace, the reason you're not going for it is because you too have a closed heart because you were once hurt, okay? Because of you, I find it hard to trust not only me, but everyone around me because I'm afraid. So Casey, I'm afraid of failing. Baby, you already failing. Just look around. Your hormones are out of whack. You can't find answers. There's no clarity. You feel nuts. You're in the same cycle year after year. Things aren't how you want it to be. You wish you could lose more weight, but you think you got to do more. You think you got to eat less. You're spending all this money on all these other programs and you're still in the same situation. Still feeling afraid to go big. Still judging people on the internet. Still feeling like good girls only do this and bad girls only do that. And I only have so much money, so I better be careful with my money because money runs out. All those things from trauma, just like Kelly's teaching us here. Now, the next one. This is going to hit home for all the moms out there, okay? And I was very, very toxic. I was going, I was headed straight to um, narcissisticville. Still have a lot of toxic traits in me. I'm pretty sure my kids are going to be teaching, have programs just like me, teaching about moms like me. But um, I was really bad. I was, I was uh, consumed because y'all know my story, right? My mom, she was a hell of a woman. She worked full time. She took care of me. She had that house with spotless baby. Um got gifts for everybody, did all the Christmas cards, tie her hair up in ribbons and that song, you mean, that was my mom, man, I mean, she did it all, and, um, but she was a closet alcoholic, low self-esteem, she was beat down, she was with my dad, which we still don't know if he's like, dad, if you're a sociopathic, if you're narcissistic, we know, we, you, you know what I'm saying, there's something there too, he had that, that patriarchy, that, that, um, uh, what I say goes that, that insecure small man thing. He too was very abused growing up. You know, it's a lot of shit show y'all shit show. Um, they did the best they could. They loved me the best they could. And I appreciate that. Um, I mean, they made me who I am now. Right. But my job is to teach you. It doesn't have to be that way. And it really caused me a lot of struggle in my life. It caused me to struggle with my health and fitness and hormones and business and relationships for a good 10, 12 years and almost got divorced, and almost lost everything and fucked up my kids even worse. So Moms, if you don't want to fuck up your kids, look, they need more than just a house and you getting them some gifts and taking them to cheer practice. They need you to be happy. They need you to be calm. They need you to feel like you are, your cup is filled up and you have plenty of help and you've got plenty of support and people consider you, the universe considers you. Um, we need you to be happy. And unfortunately, a lot of you aren't happy. Even if you think you are, I call bullshit. I, you're living on caffeine. You're, you're consumed by information out here. You, you're not doing anything for your personal, uh, spiritual life. You're just, you're just going through the motions trying to be a, a good mom. 
You know what I'm saying? There's more to life than that. And if you're in a body that you don't like or there's some illness going on or you're just you're stuck in complacency, you're still doing the same old shit with the same girls, a PTA group, and you're still just, you know, you're just, uh, you know. I watched you die. I heard you cry every night in your sleep. I was so young. You should have known better than to lean on me. You never thought of anyone else. You just saw your pain. And now I cry in the middle of the night for the same damn thing. Let me tell you. If you don't choose today to see things differently, you're doing the same thing to your kid as Kelly's mom did to her as Kelly's doing to her kids. Casey, that's guilt. Okay, well, if the guilt wasn't there, then what? Fucking do something about it. You can get angry at me. You can get pissed off. You can cry and all this. And you need to feel it. Because I've had to feel it. And I've had to choose. I've had to stand and say, you know what? I don't like this situation. I'm going to get out of it. Last night, I had to process um, my first pregnancy, y'all. And I looked like I was having a child in the bathtub last night. I mean, it was like really ugly tears. And, um, I, you know, um, I abandoned myself so bad, so badly after my first kid. And a lot of us... Well, I didn't know I was going to go here today. I need my notebook because it's got all my notes in it because I did not think we we're going to go there, but we can. I was writing out how I felt after my first kid, and I don't know if you can relate to me. And those of you, you may feel too ashamed to even comment because your, your perfect friends may see the comment and you don't want to seem not perfect to them. So... After my first kid, I had really, really bad postpartum depression, uh, which I was very, I put it out there. I was like, y'all, I'm fucking struggling. Like, holy shit, you know. The only thing I looked forward to every day was my wine. I literally didn't know if I was going to make it day to day because I was so tired. Not sleeping. You know, your first kid, you're scared shitless. You don't know what to do. They cry. You cry. Uh, you don't know shit. You're trying to breastfeed. Your tits hurt. They hurt. They cry. It's like, it is, I mean, I've heard so many stories of great women whose kids cried. They didn't sleep for a whole year. Like, y'all, I know you probably don't see it this way. It is so traumatic. It is so traumatic. And I was really, really struggling. And I'll never forget. Um, and I felt so alone. You know, I didn't have my mom there. Um, didn't want her there. She was very tired. I mean, it was not worth it. So I was all alone. I didn't have this mother-in-law. I didn't have a mom. I didn't, I didn't have friends around me to support me. I didn't allow them to. Because, like, Kelly... I felt like Kelly Clarkson in this song. I didn't stray too far from the sidewalk. I didn't trust anybody else. I didn't trust anybody with my heart. I didn't want to trust anybody to help me or whatever. And when I did, it literally felt like I remember one time I let Selena watch Grady when he was a baby. And she just took him. And I'm like, oh, my God, what if they get in a car wreck? And I'm da -da -da. Like I literally about went crazy when someone helped me with the kids. And this is what you'll find a lot of women, too, where I'm like, well, here, just get child care. And they're like, I can't do that. I feel guilty if I get child care. I'm not, I don't trust anyone with child care. I'm like, baby, you got so much trauma. You're literally sacrificing yourself to do all this other stuff. And you're, you two are, are turning into that toxic mom, that codependent mom. Your kids are going to, it's just not good. I'm telling you, it's just not good. So I went back through and felt all this stuff. And what brought it up was yesterday, I noticed kind of these things were coming up with Skip. And we went to Costco last night, which brought up a lot of old shit. There's the, you know, Costco buggies, you know, I mean, they get heavy if you put stuff in there. And I would go to Costco every week almost um, when we lived in Georgia, uh, we were at the Dallas house. The kids are 17 months apart. Um, I had an X5 at the time. And before that, I had 328. And the reason I'm telling you this, there's a story because, you know, 328, there's just two doors. And um, you got to lift the seat up to get in there. With the, the X5 has the four doors and all that. So I remember... Waking up in the morning, Skip would be there for a little bit. He would leave pretty early. The babysitter, Nanny, would come over, Janice, shout out. And I would work. I would work, I would work, I would work. 
um, he wouldn't get home till late at night, 10 o'clock, because he, he left during the day. He would go do his errands. He would go work out, and then he'd show up at work about 2.33. He'd work till 9.30 because he worked with high school kids and stuff like that. And so pretty much I was single mom. I mean, this is how I, this was my story. And a lot of women that watch me, they're single moms, they're struggling. Like this is their shit story. And that's why they can't make anything happen. Well, I'm telling you my shit story and why things couldn't happen then too. So we can just be wounded warriors together. Um, so I was basically like a single mom. That's why I would hear women bitch and complain like, shut up. I'm a single mom. Like, I don't even understand. I have to bathe my kids together. I have to feed them. I have to do the work. I have to do this and this and clean and this and this. And so you know what I mean? Um, I have to go to sleep without my husband tonight because I would just go to sleep and he would just show up. I mean, it was it was like, I'm telling you, and that was when our relationship was better. It was way worse before that. That's why I teach um, relationship by design and how to, how to repair all this. But anyway, so I remember getting done with work, being tired. And um, I mean, I just drink coffee, energy drinks, just push it, forcing myself through it. And I'd still work out. I mean, I just forced, I forced myself through this. And it's no wonder I had adrenal fatigue and thyroid issues and all this other, no money. Like it was literally just burning the candle at both ends. I felt so unsupported. I felt like, you know, I had to nag if I wanted anything done. Um, I'd just rather do it myself, get it done, you know, that kind of thing. And when the babysitter would leave, I would take the, I would feed the kids or get them if she fed them. I would bathe them. So if they fell asleep in the car, I didn't have to bathe them when we got home. I'd head to Costco takes about it will take about 30 minutes to get there and then you know maybe an hour with two babies um in the buggy and then get back have to pull them in there leave the car on take one in because they would be asleep take the other one in get all the groceries out then continue the night and cleaning up and getting ready for bed so basically living like a single mom and I remember yesterday I was kind of given I was this stuff was coming up and I and I noticed it and I and I didn't want Skip to get triggered but I was like why am I talking about this I would say things like, dude, I remember pushing these carts and thinking like, I can't believe I did all this on my own because it was so nice having Skip there last night and since we've moved. And I want to tell you how I changed everything, okay? But, you know, Skip now, he helps me a lot. I mean, I don't even have to ask. and Skip, It's just everything has changed. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very supported. I could be supported more. I'm, I'm here for all of the support. But there's so much more support now. Um, and having him there and, and, and he's here in the evenings and I was like, wow, this is nice. I said, I remember doing this all on my own, raining, it's cold. Like I remember doing this on my own with two babies, you know, and he would kept like, he would look at me kind of funny. And then last night he kind of got triggered when I brought it up after I processed my shit. And, um, I remember feeling that was when he lost his mom. He turned hard into alcohol. Literally, um, that's when things got really bad because when, when someone is, an alcoholic, you literally, it's, it's, it's a whole nother bag of shit that you've got to deal with. That triggered my abandonment shit, like for my mom, cause she was an alcoholic. So emotionally, like I had no one, no one. And I remember no wonder I had postpartum, right? And I hated my body. You know, here I am some fitness girl. I was going from living that life, getting to work out and do whatever you want to holy shit. And I remember my mom thinking, or my mom telling me like, when you want your life to be over, have kids. Like, I love y'all, but, you know, you changed my life. I couldn't do this anymore. Like, she literally saw having kids as a, a prison sentence. And that's very toxic. Very, very toxic. Because you raise kids, and it's, it's so pitiful. But So why, why did you even have them if you can't fully love them? 
Well, the problem is you can't love yourself. You can't give to yourself because of this trauma shit, right? So anyway, as I processed that and told Skip, he, he understood what was going on, gave me space. But I literally processed last night the first child, the first birth. And going that many years, literally being scared to fucking death. Also had to work and make money. I paid a lot of our bills. I got us out of a lot of financial situations. I had to make the money. I had to, I had it all. I had to do it all. I was literally like a single mom and Skip was like a third child. Now, to his defense, he will say he was very present and he was all this. And maybe he was. So why did I feel so alone? I didn't let him. I didn't let the universe support me because I was scared. I didn't know, A, that I had a choice. What changed everything for me, one little bitty thing was... um. I'll never forget one day, it was right after I had him, and I called one of my, my spiritual gals, like a, she's a, she was like a seer, spiritual seer, was the only kind of people that could really help me, therapists, I could get, I just didn't respect them very much, because I mean, you can only talk about the same shit over and over, and it seemed just very um, dry, it just seemed very just empty, so spiritual gals kind of got me, you know, they, they had just a deeper level of empathy, and also nurses, this is where I just really cried last night too, in gratitude for good nurses, because when I was having my, when I was going through labor with Grady, my first, it was a nightmare, I mean, not only did I go 42 weeks, um, I mean, I, it was just, it was a fucking nightmare, and, um, ended up in the c-section i felt even more defeated, because, you know, I'm sitting there, and women are like, I had my baby in the woods with no medicine, and breastfed the whole village and you know so you sit there and you're in defeat and you feel like you're just a piece of fucking shit and um you're inadequate and all this stuff and then you're like i need to sleep and is my baby gonna die is he breathing like you literally i went nuts um i think i would have probably been admitted if i knew how to ask for help yeah so um <laughs> but i remember being in a state I, I remember just finally reaching out and asking for help and she goes, just come on over. And when I drove over there, I mean, I'm crying the whole time because he's crying. Because when he's crying, I just cry because I don't know what's going on and I can't see because he's rear-facing. And I get over there and she's like picking him up and he's screaming. And he's scared to death. I didn't know he was scared, just, you know, because I'm scared. I didn't know he babies could feed off of you. And um, she picked him up and she was like, you're safe, you're safe. And she sat me down and she goes, baby, you are tired. You need sleep. Um, You need some rest. You need some help. And I'm like, really? Okay, so I'm not like I'm not psycho I'm not there's nothing wrong with me she's like no you just need sleep I'm like oh and I got some sleep and then I remember feeling like I can do this anybody else I remember feeling like I can, I can do this and it wasn't that I needed sleep what I needed was an enlightened witness that could hold space for me that could love me in the state that I was in and just see kind of what I needed instead of telling me how bad I was and, you know, how I should be doing things differently and remember, you know, you did fuck this up because that's how, like, the voices in my head were. That's why I never wanted to ask for help because crying was weak, asking for help was, you know, my why, you know, because I'd end up having to do it myself anyway or I'd be made to feel ashamed or burden someone else. So you see what I'm saying? And that led me to the nurse. I'll never forget Becky. She stayed after her shift. And um, during my labor, it was so horrible. I remember telling Skip, I was like, dude, please talk to me. Shout out to you midwives because you are like godsends. And anybody in L&D is very special. Any nurse out there, um, just you I, angels um, for the most part. That's what I wanted to be initially was a nurse. 
But anyway, I remember being so scared and uh, having contractions, and I was just telling Skip, please talk to me. I mean, he's a fucking coach. He's an MLB guy. Surely he can talk to me like a coach, you know? He couldn't. He was like, he was so traumatized by all of this stuff, period, you know, just going on. And um, I would be like, please talk to me, and he couldn't. He just, he wasn't there for me. He was literally like a scared little boy, so he couldn't be there for me. Um, and I remember the nurse, and I told her, I said, please just, well, as we were doing something, they were either giving me something or going through a contraction, and uh, and I said, will you just talk to me? And she would, she would talk to me, and it, and it got me through, man. I mean, just having that mother's love, that motherly nurturing energy that says, hey, you're going to be okay. Speaking life into you when you're really scared and in a, in a really bad situation is sometimes a matter of life or death. And I asked a lady the other day in Hot Moms, I said, how did you do this, Lauren? Who's crying right now? I said, how did you do this, Lauren? How did you go from 23 medications, oxys, cocaine, suicidal to nothing in six months? She goes, Casey, I mean, it's... A lot of it is your energy. In the women in the group, it was just this motherly energy. This motherly energy of everything's just that nurturing, everything's going to be okay, and calls you on your shit, but in a very loving way. It shows you, here's how to do it, and empowers you. I mean, that makes all the difference. That made all the difference in my life, you know? Um, so I processed all that last night. And then getting, so that, that second verse of Kelly's that I watched you die I heard you cry every night in your sleep and now I'm doing the same thing kind of thing when we live a life where we feel undervalued not considered unsupported we feel guilty for spending on ourselves for not buying the Louis bag and not paying the coach and just struggling again and again with our our body weight and our health our kids are watching us die our kids are literally witnessing us fail every day. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Have you ever felt overwhelmed trying to come up with another content idea? Maybe you have like two really good ideas that you're excited about. And then it's crickets. Hi, I'm Crystal Profit, host of The Profit Podcast, where we help you create content with confidence. Whether it's a podcast, a YouTube channel, or a repurposing strategy to make your life easier, we help you create content that you are proud to put out into the world. So make sure that you listen to The Profit Podcast wherever you get your podcast. And because we don't know we have a choice and we don't take responsibility for it and we just wear it, they will continue the same cycle. And then she says here, because of you, um, I don't let anyone in and I'm ashamed of my life because it's empty. And a lot of women don't allow me to help them because they're choosing to stay in this sad story. And, you know, looking at Kelly, like I said, she struggled with weight back and forth, back and forth. She's gotten married, um, divorced. Now she's doing the same thing. She has a choice too, but she's going to have to be willing to do the inner work and fix all this on her own. You have to address this trauma and create new stories 
Because there's always this duality. There's always going to be an up and a down. There's always going to be positive, negative, right? And some of us, you know, my mom chose to stay in the negative. And I had to choose not to choose her. Mother or not, no mother. So if your kids are young, they're going to grow up. And if they shun you, you can't blame them. Because you wanted to stay the victim. You wanted to stay overworked. You wanted to stay broke. You wanted to stay yo-yo dieting. Because you never... Um, would get past your fear of investing a little bit more money than you thought you could spend. You have to think bigger than what you're thinking right now. And what you're doing is going to be hard. You know why? Because you're breaking generational cycles of this shit. So yeah, it's going to be hard. But guess what? What you're doing right now is hard. What the other path I can promise you is way easier because you know a lot more. Um... I mean, that's what it, fear of the unknown. Well, what if you, what if you could know what the unknown was? That's what hot mom's mastermind does. That's what increasing your emotional intelligence does. That's what a trauma informed approach does. That's what a mindset approach does. That's why diets and workouts and all that shit for busy moms, six figure moms and, and all that it, it's, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. It may work a, a little bit, but what happens? Don't you want it all though? Like, don't you want it all? So that's what I teach is how to have it all. Um, so I wanted to go over that, the Kelly Clarkson because of you and, and really look at that. And if you feel it deep in your soul, it means that um, you've got some stuff there too, right? And have you done anything with it? You know, I said this, you can get angry or you can take action. You can be sad and still take action. You can be scared and still take action. You're going to take enough action to where you can feel that fear and it's very small and you actually know what it is. It's kind of like, oh yeah, I know what you're fucking doing here. Yeah, yeah. And you choose the other. It's just you, choice, choice, choice. And, and the problem, the sadness is some of you don't know you have a choice. I'm telling you today, you have a choice. Heaven or hell. Good or bad. Positive or negative. Are we going to have some hell days and some hell moments? Sure. But are you willing to open up enough to experience more because if you have a closed heart and you're you're not straying too far from the sidewalk you're not letting anybody in guess what you're not letting your joy in you're not letting abundance in you're not letting weight loss in you're not letting your balanced hormones in you're not allowing opportunity in either does all this make sense the truth is hard to accept gene it is gene and if you what if what if what if what if when you hear something and it hurts, what if, what if you could view it as an opportunity for more joy? Because that's what it is. When you see these hard things like Casey, like does, she's just a fake bitch. She's just a this and she's a that or whatever. Okay, so that's what you're projecting. That's what's on the inside of you. Okay, and I can hold space for you. I once thought the same thing. You can say, she doesn't know my story. Oh, yeah, well, what if you had this or what if you had that and you don't know whatever and you're choosing to say the victim? What if all those feelings, that heavy feelings and that anger and that, because anger just is just, all anger is, is deep hurt. It means that you have been hurt so bad you're now on the protective so that you don't get hurt. That's all that is. Depression is also protecting you so that you don't get hurt so none of it's bad it's just a feedback it's just feedback showing you that hey there's something here totally can just like be bubbled up and expelled detox sorry we do homeschool and the teachers in there they're having some fun 
But um, I've created this life now. I took everything that I didn't like. I took everything that I didn't like. And you can't do it numbed out on some wine. You got to be a little sober for this shit. You really got to take these things that don't feel so good and sit with them and go, okay, I don't like this. And I posted some really good fucking questions today in the Hot Moms free group. Highly recommend go doing those. There's some journal prompts in there. Ask yourself those questions. But take anything that's undesirable in your life and go, what's the opposite of this right now? What's the opposite of your situation? Feel free to put it in the comments. And can you feel in your body? Can you embody that? Can you embody the opposite of where you're at right now? Like in my shit, when I felt so alone in all this, and, I, and some angel flew in and goes, Casey, what if you could work less and make more money and um, skip, rubbed your feet, and you felt so in love with him and you could just enjoy these babies and live this way and this way? What do you really want, Casey? And I told I really want this. Well, you can totally have that. And how would you feel today if you already had that? That would have changed my life. So I'm telling you that today. Because that's a fucking fact. Um, and what you want may not happen this red hot second. Okay, it took me a little bit to calibrate. So don't get too down. But if you get in the energy enough. Now here, we're on the public forums here. We're on public Facebook and the live stream. You have to be in, in condensed energy and you, you have to do a little bit more than consume free content. If it's free, I don't really want it because I want something that's superhuman, supernatural. I want something that not a lot of people have access to. And you may have to pay for something. You may have to buy a book. You may have to buy Elevate, you know, my $10 thing. You may have to do Hot Moms where you have to like do the scary thing and get on a phone call and Maybe like, you know, pay a little bit more. You may have to like put yourself out there. You may have to ask for help, but it's worth it because it's the op. It's going to get you out of that shithole that you're in right now. All right, so that's pretty much my message today. I'd love to know um, what came through for you. I'm reading the comments, Christy. You're funny. Oh, uh, let's read what she said. Christy said, "Girl, I watched some of your videos, and I am mind blown. Steady 100." Emotional intelligence, yeah. The song brought me through a very rough time in my life. Bro, I'm so ready for this. Um, thank you for sharing your journey. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, how did this fall today? Does it make sense? What are you going to take? What are you going to do with it? Tell me how you're feeling right now. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with this? Tell me right now. Declare it. And also, you can you can say that you're scared to declare it. Tell me why you're scared to declare it. All these things need to be looked into. I'm watching the comments. Jean, your story is amazing. I'm watching for the comments. And going here, awesome. I don't see any. I guess people are working. I guess y'all are working. I don't know. Maybe you're typing. I have no idea. Let me know. Because it said there are people on. I'm looking. There's people on. So what's up? How did this, did this make sense? Yes or no?
Can't see any comments. Okay, cool. Maybe you are working. Maybe she said me. Okay. Um, what did I ask? Me. What me? Michelle said me. Um, yeah, so my question is, uh, here, let me read you the journal prompts. And Vernielle, maybe you can clip this in when you put this on as a podcast. Here's some questions I want you to ask yourself. And those of you, who's in Elevate? A lot of you need to get in Elevate. KCShip.com forward slash Elevate. But if you really want to fast forward the bullshit, you need to get in Hot Moms. You need to go to KCShip.com forward slash book a call. Fill out the application. I don't care how you're feeling. Skeptic or, skeptic or afraid or whatever. And book the damn call. Book the call so we can see what's going on and you can actually find out what choices you do have and the right next step to take. It may not be Hot Moms. It may be something else. But at least take the fucking action. Jesus. Um, or you can just stay where you're at. Be, that's your story. Okay, here's some questions for you. Ready? Why do things have to be so damn hard for me? Number two, why don't I deserve success? Number three, why can't I work easy? Number four, how would the best version of me deal with this? Crystalline, I need to journal more. I bought a special leather-bound journal a few weeks ago, and I've written one page. And um, not that I fight it, I just forget about it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, set the time every night. You know, it's funny. There was something in um, the world of art, and it says, well, I'm just not inspired to take action. And well, how do you write books? And he goes, luckily, inspiration strikes every morning at 9 o'clock when I sit my ass in the chair. Okay, got it. I think I lost connection. So, yeah, just make an appointment with yourself. And Crystalline, um, um, are you in Elevate? Elevate may help you a lot. It's also got my food test in there. But um, journal Alchemy Codes, that's on kcship.com. Elevate's 10 bucks. Can't remember. You, you'll probably find some journal prompts in there in the videos. But um, highly recommend Alchemy Codes if you're getting into journaling. And in a side of Elevate. It's like fries in the burger. Um, but those of you that, that want to go fast, want to go deeper, you know if Hot Moms is for you or not. So just go to caseyship.com forward slash book a call. And if you want any of these links, just DM us and say, will you send me the link Casey was talking about with this? And then we'll just give you the link. Okay. All right, y'all. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. And I'll see you shortly. Also, oh my God, I forgot to ask you, please, if you consume any of my content, if I've helped you at all, can you please share my content? Even if you take a screenshot of me talking, you take a picture or whatever, and just share it on your social and tag me so we can follow you. Share. You can share why you like follow me or just share. Just share something. Um, that is my love language. That is how you tip me. Um, that's, I would love more personal referrals from those of you that, that watch my content because, I mean, I like you. You like me. Um, there's that. So I really appreciate you for sharing my stuff. More than you know. You will be paid back. I promise. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.